Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the H&H Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hicks, and as always, joined by my co-host, Jackson Huey. We have a really, really good episode planned out. Uh, we have the top 10 NFL players five years from now. We each have our own top 10. We're going to be saying who we think is the top 10 players in the NFL five years from now. And, uh, you know, this is this can include college players, uh, like young players right now, maybe even an old player. Who knows? Uh, you know, maybe even Tom Brady will seek on our list. So yeah, I think this is going to be a, a really fun episode. It's not it's nothing to be taken super serious. This is who we this is just who we think will be the best players in the next five years. So yeah, let's just jump straight into it. My 10th best player in the next five years is Will Anderson Jr. Now, obviously, Will Anderson Jr. will be playing college ball this year. He's eligible to be drafted uh, after this uh, coming college football season. Uh, Will Anderson Jr., like, there's nothing really new to be said about Will Anderson Jr. He's an absolute monster. Uh, Last season, he had... 31 and a half TFLs, 17 and a half sacks, and he was fifth in Heisman voting, which is a crime, by the way. He should have easily been top three. Like, are you kidding right. me? Uh, but they're like, I really don't need to explain that. Yeah, is he a top 10 player five years from now? Who knows? This is just predictions. I, I just think Will Anderson Jr. is that good of a player. And even when you watch him, the eye test checks out and the stats check out. Both both sides check out. Will Anderson Jr. is an absolute monster. Um, and I think he'll be a top 10 player uh, in 2020, what, seven? Is that ten, five years? Yeah. <laughs> I got I got Will Anderson Jr. at 10, too. Um, he absolutely balled out as a sophomore at Alabama. Yeah, like we said, Will Anderson Jr., not, not much to be said that hasn't already been said. Uh, he's an absolute beast. All right, who is your ninth player? My ninth player in five years is Quentin Nelson. Big Q, you got an old lineman. Wow, Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson allowed one sack and fifteen quarterback pressures in four hundred and forty-eight pass blocking snaps this year. One sack. That 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 Colts O line is, is is extremely good. Yes, but Big Q does lead the way. Wow, I don't have a single O lineman in here. That is my only one, and he's the oldest player in That's my a, top team. That's a curveball to say the least. I have Jalen Waddle right here. And this is what I was telling you earlier about uh, this like this player gave me the idea. I think like I think Jalen Waddle is gonna be super good. He was like his quarterback play limited um what he could do in that offense last season. He had 104 catches, but he only had a thousand yards. Like he averaged less than ten yards per reception last season. Uh, because Tua doesn't have the greatest arm not news to anybody and yeah Jalen uh not Jay ja, Brissett Jacoby Brissett that's who it is uh he has he has an arm but he couldn't he just couldn't get the ball to Jalen Waddle deep down the field so J- Jalen Waddle I think uh quarterback willing <laughs> that Jalen Waddle will be a top 10 player uh may, maybe even like sooner than five years I think Jalen Waddle's amazing yeah I mean yeah, Jalen Water definitely has the potential to be. Once Tyreek Hill's gone, it'd be it it'll be his offense for sure. But even with Tyreek Hill being there, I think that opens up, you know, 
opportunities for Jalen Waddle because you know it if, does. If, you, if you have to pick between worrying about Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you're going to worry about Tyreek Hill. So do, defenses are going to focus obviously on, more on Tyreek Hill with his you know top end speed, but Jalen Waddle also having that elite top end speed just is going to create a nightmare for defenses against Miami. I think the only thing holding them back is their quarterback play. If Tua can, you know, develop his arm and become more of an accurate passer, then I think that offense has potential to be like has potential to have be top five in the NFL next season. Uh, Just from Waddle and Hill alone, like those two are dynamic playmakers, and Jalen Waddle, like, yeah, like like you said, it could limit his catches. But I think it it opens up the game for him even more having Tyreek Hill on the other side. So, yeah, it does, but it don't at the same time, kind of. Yeah, it just you know. With, with all that said, I think Jalen Waddle's an absolute beast. It, it, even when you watch him in Alabama with him, uh, Mac Jones throwing him the ball, he he's so he's not just a fast guy, right? When you watch him, he's just he's way more than just you know a guy who's just so fast. He runs streaks. He just catches drags. He's so good at like at finding the football, and he has such a such a large like large catch radius, and he's so good at high pointing the football. Like when you watch him, he gets so high, and he's so good at locating the football and his, at, at the catch at the catch point. It's he's he's much more than just a fast guy. He's a polished receiver. He's a polished route runner, and once you know they get a quarterback, they can get him the ball deep down the field. Jalen Waddle's gonna be a nightmare. That like e- even earlier than from five years from now. Yeah, who do you have? Who do you have at eight, man? I have Nick Bosa at eight. Um, in five years wow. he'll be twenty nine. Um, he's still pretty he young. 15, wow. He had fifteen and a half sacks last year. Maybe he's like an Aaron Donald type player. Dude, I wanted so bad to just put Aaron Donald in here just because he's like thirty one, <laughs> thirty two. Like I, I if. Maybe he's retired by then, but just I was still like, like I still impulsively just wanted to put Aaron Donald in here. But yeah, Nick Bosa is a beast, man. Like he was he was kind of underrated last season. Like people like were worried about like T.J. Watt and Mike Micah Parsons breaking out. They weren't really you know focusing on how good of a season that Nick Bosa had. Nick Bosa was elite last season. Nick yeah, Bosa, Nick Bosa being being like pushing thirty in five years made him fall on this list for me. I thought that would I, bring him higher, in my opinion. I, I even, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we got different opinions, I guess, but I even considered taking him out because I had a couple other guys that I was considering for. I only, if I only didn't really worry about you, like, being 30 or older, if you were, like, that elite already. You know what I mean? If you, If you were the top, the cream of the crop, the top of the top, I, re- I really didn't, you know, worry about your age because, like, we're seeing Aaron Rodgers go uh, win two straight MVPs at 36, 37 years old. And I, I understand that's quarterback position, but it's the elite of the elite. Don't really like age doesn't really matter. That that's just that was just my thinking. If you're yeah. if you're the cream of the crop, the top of the top, the top ten in the league, I really didn't factor your age that much. Like, obviously, yeah, that's why I did put Aaron Donald in here, but like. If you were like 32, 33, and you were still like elite, in my opinion, I I, I put you in here. Yeah, I leaned more towards the younger guys in my list. So we got some diversity here. My eighth 
is Jonathan Taylor. Interesting. Some, some people may think that's too low. Some people may even think that's too high, putting a running back in the top 10. But Jonathan Taylor was, as much as it hurts to say me as a Titans fan, was the best running back in the league last season, bar none. He pushed Only almost his hand or his injury, but yeah, I get, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was uh, pushing 2,000 yards, almost 20 touchdowns, over, he averaged five and a half yards a carry last season. People can say, oh, the offensive line was good, but if you watched him in the open field, he was just, he was elite last season on every level of, you know, being a running back. He was outstanding. I don't care how good yeah, the offensive line catcher. was. I like, you could say the same, the, yeah, like, the great pass catcher. You could say the same thing about Nick Chubb. People like NFL Twitter raves about Nick Chubb being better than Derrick Henry. People, people, most people say Derrick or Nick Chubb is the best running back in the entire league. But if you make that argument for Jonathan Taylor, oh, he's got the great best offensive line in the league, you have to make that for Nick Chubb too. Nick Chubb's offensive line is arguably better than the Colts, uh, Jonathan Taylor's. So. I kind of went on a, a useless tangent there, but I think uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, will most certainly be a top 10 player five years from now. Who knows? Uh, running backs age weirdly in the league. Uh, maybe he's out of the league in five years because of an injury uh, like we saw with Chris Carson. Maybe five years ago, we might like nobody knew Chris Carson was going to, you know, be out. Yeah. It's just running backs age weirdly. Like they're, they're, Timelines are very skewed between play, like player by player. So he'll be he'll be Derrick Henry's age in five years. So just some clarity. Derrick Henry's that old, and Jonathan Taylor's that young, bro. This, I'm pretty sure Taylor's 22. That's so crazy. And 23. So he will be Derrick Henry's age. Derrick Henry's 28. That's so crazy. He's so young. He he even came out as a junior too. The number seven player. For 2027, I have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Cool, Joe Burr, whatever you want to call him, Joe Shiesty. Joe Burrow was great last season. He broke pretty much every passing record the Bengals had. Uh, like then again, he they they passed a lot. He was he was elite last season. He was he had 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, uh, 14 picks, and he had. Almost nine yards per attempt. That is elite. That's top of the top. Um, it, it, people, like, during their Super Bowl, people kind of overrated Joe Burrow a little bit, saying, oh, he's the top five quarterback. Like, right now, like, no, he's not. He's not that good. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's a great quarterback. He's just, he's not there yet. Uh, but I think Joe Burrow is really good. I think um, he's gotten better every season. Then again, he's only played two seasons. But he's gotten better in that time. So I, I think Joe Burrow is going to be uh, a top f- four quarterback <laughs> in the NFL in five years. So my wow. seven is Aiden Hutchinson. Whoa, the first rookie. I think he's going Whoa. to be a beast on that for the lines on defense. He is a monster. He was second Heisman voting last season. Yes, and not very often as a defensive player in the Heisman voting. Wow, he had eighteen and a half sacks last year. That that's a that's a ton. That's a, part of the reason why he was in Heisman voting. This isn't discounting Aiden Hutchinson at all, but what helped him a lot was having an elite defensive line at Michigan. They had to worry about David Ajabo on the other side of the line too. Now with with Detroit, 
they don't have the greatest defensive line in the world. They have Aleem McNeil, right. Levi Ansarike, uh who, who do they have at edge? Uh, Romeo Okora. They don't have the greatest D-line <laughs> in the entire world. In the NFL, he'll have to worry about more. Like He'll get double-teamed way more because I think coming in, he, he is uh, their best defensive lineman. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson's a beast, man. Almost 20 sacks last season uh, in the Big Ten is is crazy. He's uh, the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he was he was a monster last season. And he ah. broke the sack. And he broke the sack record. I think you already mentioned that at Michigan. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't blame you if you remember him that high. I don't have any rookies on here. <laughs> I don't. I just I I kind of want to see. My, he's my only rookie on the list. The sixth player. For 2027, who do you got? All right, for six, I have Justin Herbert. Jay Herbo. I'm very high on Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was second in the NFL in passing yards last year, only behind the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. 38, it's a, he had a 38 to 15 touchdown interception ratio and the third best QBR in the league. So, and at 24 years old, and he he is he he has gotten better every single season. He pretty much broke all of the Chargers rookie touchdown records, and he has a rookie NFL record. Yeah, that yeah, I mean all kind of records he's already broken. Yeah, I I'm very high on Justin Herbert. I have the other Justin and Justin Jefferson at number six. Uh, Justin Jefferson has been a a stud. He's been absolutely amazing. He broke on the scene last year, uh, or a couple seasons ago in 2020 and broke pretty much every rookie receiving record that they had, uh, that the NFL had. Uh, and last season, he was even better, believe it or not. He had 108 catches, 1,600 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Justin Jefferson's just been really good. And I think uh, Kirk Cousins, say whatever you want about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. And if he, if Justin Jefferson can still have that kind of quarterback production, I think – He'll he'll still be good five years down the road. I think I see a lot of Devontae Adams in him. And if he can have the type of longevity that Devontae Adams has had, Justin Jefferson is like not even a question going to be a top 10 player in the league in five years. Yeah, I agree with you. Top five, top five, top five in five. Who do you got? Second year player, Mika Parsons. I have him at five too. Mika Parsons was insane last season. He easily made the Cowboys defense ten times better. And he just changed himself. he changed the defense. Like they they move they tried him out at Mike or an off ball linebacker. And that's what he kind of came out as this hybrid uh, you know, attacking four three linebacker. Uh, that's what how Penn State used him. And he really through the first couple of games he really didn't have this established role, but then Dan Quinn put him at edge, and he it completely he, he exploded. That, it completely changed that defense. No, he he's so quick and so fast off the line that no offensive lineman like could keep up with him. It was like easily the best decision that defense could have made. He was he was sixth in sacks last season. This is all as a rookie. He was sixth in sacks last season, fourth mm-hmm. in pressures, and thirteenth in hurries. I know that's not great, but as a rookie. All of those stats are outstanding. Micah Parsons was easily the best rookies last season. I don't care about March, Jamar Chase. I don't care about any of the other rookies. Micah Parsons last season was the best rookie, and he was in conversations for Defensive Player of the Year. He won Defensive rookie. rookie of the Year, and as a rookie, he was getting votes for Defensive Player of the Year. 
He was the Cowboys defense last season. I don't care about Trayvon Diggs. I don't care about Trayvon Diggs. He's not in this list. Yeah, I think if they can put the right pieces around Michael Parsons, that Cowboys defense is finally going to be what it should have been years ago. Number four. I have Justin Herbert. Just a spot, uh, or a couple spots ahead of where you had him. Um, there's pretty much no more I, we need to say about Justin Herbert that you haven't already said. 5,000 yards last season, almost 40 touchdowns. 15 picks, yeah, but they threw a lot. And he had uh, 7.5 yards per attempt. Justin Herbert was uh, the Chargers' best player last season. He didn't have the defensive support um, that that defense should have gave him. Uh, if that if they had any type of average like defense last season, that the Chargers would have been 11-12 win team. I, I think that that's what they can be this season. So J- Justin Herbert is like the reason the Chargers won any games last season. So Justin Herbert's going to be amazing. I think he, man, he's the he's the next great quarterback in the league. Man, he's going to be super super good. Who do you have at number four? And four, I have Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen, I got a feeling he's uh, he's my favorite for the MVP this year for obvious reasons. He's got the best roster in football. Arguably, could have went to the AFC Championship game last year if it wasn't for. I mean, I think the defense really held them back in that game because I ain't gonna say held them back, but they yeah, they kind of did. I mean, they definitely stopped the Chiefs' down. offense. Yeah, 13 seconds, 13 seconds, 13 seconds, 13 seconds. Yeah, Josh Allen is like, obviously, like, I think he's stamped to be at least a top five player in the next five years. I have him higher personally. Uh, But yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't blame you for having him this high. Top three, I have Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett is the, right now, is the second best defender in the entire league, obviously, behind Aaron. Aaron Donald, but in five years, who knows if Aaron Donald is still in the league or as good as he is now. In five years, I think Miles Garrett will be the best defender in the NFL. Last season, he was third in sacks. Uh, he was tied first in pressures, and he was ninth in hurries. In my opinion, should have been defensive player of the year. Whatever, I don't care. Miles Garrett is absolutely amazing, the best edge rusher in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, there's Nothing more I need to say. Miles Garrett is absolutely amazing. Second best defender in the NFL. At three, I have Jamar Chase. Whoa. Whoa. Jamar Chase. He had an outstanding rookie year. He had 1,400 yards, fourth most in the NFL. He had 13 touchdowns, third most in the NFL, and 18 yards per catch. Yeah, I mean, that's like like you said, it's just predictions. So, Yeah, this is it's just fun. Like, like you, you had Quentin Nelson in here, and like the only things we have the same are Will Anderson and Micah Parsons. I don't even have Jamar Chase on here. <laughs> wow. I just think Jefferson would be better. Jefferson's my only receiver besides Waddle. All right, I'll, I'll since you you just said um, I think Jefferson would be better, and Justin Jefferson's my number two. What? Number two? Oh my um, gosh. 108 receptions, fourth in the NFL, 1,600 yards, second in the NFL, and 10 touchdowns, tied for sixth in the NFL. And he had 15 yards per catch, which is 14th in the NFL. So, like you said earlier, Justin Jefferson is just outstanding. 
Well, at two, I have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the uh, cover boy for the NFL, pretty much. The the cover the the cover boy young guy, uh, forty eight hundred yards, thirty seven touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. He he started the year pretty bad, but as the year went on, he just got better and better and better and one and one and one and one. Eventually, um, leveled out the Chiefs to how they usually are, which we all hated to see. <laughs> uh, Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL right now at this moment, in my opinion. Uh, he's so dynamic. He does pretty much whatever he wants back there. If you watch the the Super Bowl of 2020 against the Bucks, you pretty much know how good of a quarterback he is. Yeah, they lost the game. Yeah, he didn't play that well of a game. But the way he was escaping the pocket, he literally threw a, a pass like two inches off the ground. Like what? Laying flat. <laughs> like that's all that you need. That like all the tape you need to show anybody just to how good of a quarterback Patrick Mahomes is. And he almost completed that pass too. Is Tyreek like, it was it was on the money. It was on the money, and Tyreek Hill dropped it. <laughs> that like Mahomes is great. Uh, I just think he'll be the second best player five years from now. I think Mahomes is going to age super well. Yeah, he uses his athleticism now, but I, I think he'll be someone who knows how to transition and you know age pretty well at the quarterback position. The number one player in five years. Who do you got? My number one is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes already has arguably a Hall of Fame resume at 26 years old. I mean, he's a four-time Pro Bowl, a one-time All-Pro, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, and he has an NFL MVP. And there will be, I think there will be more to come of those. I think he'll get one or two more Super Bowls and probably one or two more MVPs, too. He's just, like you said, he's outstanding. And I think, I think he'll age well. Like just like you said, absolutely valid. At number one, Joshua Allen. At number one, I think Josh Allen is amazing. I've said that about every player here, but Josh Allen has the tools to be an all-time great quarterback. Now, can have a if 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 the Bills can keep up this like way of team building and keep up, um. You know, just have the this type of roster for years to come. I think I'm like, I say this kind of loosely. I think Josh Allen can have a Tom Brady kind of career arc, like early Tom Brady. Whoa. Like, like I'm not saying he's going to end with seven Super Bowls. I'm saying like early Tom Brady kind of career arc where he steps in the young guy. He gets he gets better by like year two or year three, and then he comes in. The team's good, and they just you know start winning Super Bowls. I think with the like the amount of talent that Josh Allen has around him, he can lead this Bills team to a couple of Super Bowls, and that's why I'm saying early Tom Brady kind of career arc. I think this Bills team is good enough, and Josh Allen is obviously good enough to lead this this Bills team to a couple of Super Bowls within the next five years. That that's my top ten. I like our our top ten is is similar in some ways, extremely I, um, different. In I do ways. have I do have a couple of honorable mentions. I have to say Miles Garrett, obviously. Another one would be Jair Alexander. Another one I have I was considering is Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I think more of I think more of top fifteen fits him better. Is why I took him out of my list. A, a couple of honorable mentions for me. I have uh, Jamar Chase. 
Uh, Bryce Young. I was thinking about putting Bryce Young in here. I did think about. I did think about Bryce Young. Uh, AJ Thrill. I thought about putting AJ Thrill in here. Uh, I that that seems like a stretch. He's only had like one good season, but in, in his second year, you could argue he was the best corner in the NFL last season. And I think. I, I think AJ Terrell could be super good in his career. Top ten, I don't know. That's why I took him out. Najee Harris was an honorable mention. I think he he's yeah. so he's so Derrick Henry like, and if the the Steelers can get that offensive line right, he he could you know do the things that Derrick Henry can do and be better. He had seventy four catches last season. Derrick Henry is not a pass catching running back. Uh, Der- Najee Harris could easily be be better than what Derrick Henry is now. So. That, that's why I have an honorable mention for him. What uh, The last honorable mention I have is Debo Samuel. Now, Debo Samuel could easily be run to the ground within five years with the with the way the 49ers used him last year, you know, running, like, catching, even passing. Like, what – like, he could easily be run to the ground within the next five years. That's why he held out because if the, if the 49ers are going to use him as much as he does, he wants to get paid more money. Obviously, they broke the bank and paid him as much as he wanted – yeah, but, there's a clause in there. If he gets used like so many times as a running back, he gets they, so much money or whatever. But I think he. I, I'm wondering if he did that to try to stop them from using him like that because I don't think he wants to be used like that. Really, it's it's a it's a big load. Like having to do pretty much play the entire offense is pretty, yeah to be pretty pretty wearing on a on a player. He's an honorable mention because. I think if, if the 49ers keep using him that way, he he could have like no legs by the time he's 32. If he if he stays healthy and still has the type of production like this, I could easily see him being a top 10 player. He was a top 10 player this past year. So I, who knows? Uh, maybe our, our list could be completely wrong and all of our honorable mentions are in the actual list. But that those are just my honorable mentions. All right, that's the end of the episode, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed this type of episode. Uh, just, you know, we've been, like I said, we've been more, you know, projection type of episodes. Uh, there's still three more weeks until college football. And we cannot wait. We're going to be pumping up podcast episodes once the football season starts. We're going to have one episode for college football, one episode for the NFL. It, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We cannot wait for f- football season to start. But right now, we're still doing off-season stuff with projections. I, I think this was a super fun episode to to record and even prepare for just you know putting together a, a top 10 list of not just players right now but players we think will be the best in five years i just i think that was super fun to do um if you guys enjoyed this type of episode please comment down below and tell us leave a like uh subscribe to our youtube channel uh turn on notifications and also tell us who are your top 10 players in five years in the comment section below we'd love to hear it uh follow us on spotify follow us on apple Podcasts. follow us wherever you guys get your podcasts we're there Uh, And we appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you guys next week.